Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to Friday. Here we are. We made it. We made it. We made it. Here we are. September 15th. Wow, I don't even know what day it is. Friday, September 15, 2023, celebrity birthdays on the way, random facts, headlines from around the globe, all coming up this hour. Next hour, real aliens, allegedly, were revealed yesterday, well, not yesterday, a couple days ago in Mexico. Are they real or is it a stunt? We'll explore that. Plus, Stranger Than Fiction features a car chase ending in the police station, literally. And we'll be talking about Friday night football as well next hour. It's all being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call, 479-253-1234. It is time now for your celebrity birthdays here for Friday, September 15th, 2023. John Bradley, who played Samuel Tarley on Game of Thrones, is 35 today. Prince Harry, Meghan Markle's husband, is 39. Tom Hardy, who played Edie Brock in Venom, is 46. Sophie Dahl, the former plus-size model is 46. Josh Charles of The Good Wife and Dead Poets Society is 52. KG, K, or is it KG? KG from Naughty by Nature is 54. Dina Lohan, Lindsay Lohan's mom, is 61. Miami Dolphins NFL quarterback legend Dan Marino is 62. Oliver Stone, director, is 72. Six. Tommy Lee Jones is 77. It's National Cheeseburger Day today, and on this date in history, in 1830, an unlucky politician named Mil- uh, sorry, William Huskisson became the first person run over by a train. He was attending the opening of the Liverpool and Manchester Railway. The classic I Love Lucy episode, Lucy and the Candy Factory, first aired on this date in 1952. The beautiful Phyllis Diller show debuted on ABC on this date in 1968. Columbo debuted on NBC with Peter Falk on this date in 1971. Muhammad Ali defeated the... Fighter Leon Spinks in 15 rounds to win an unprecedented fourth world heavyweight boxing title on this date in 1978. The Devil uh, the devil Went Down to Georgia by the Charlie Daniels Band peaked at number three on the pop singles chart on this date in 1979. The first issue of USA Today published on this date 
1982. President Bush declared a war on terror in the aftermath of the September 11th attacks on this date in 2001. In 2003, both John Ritter and Johnny Cash were laid to rest. Johnny, I'm sorry, John Ritter died on September 11th from a tear in his aorta. Johnny Cash died on September 12th due to complications from diabetes. In 2008, the Lehman Brothers filed the largest Chapter 11 bankruptcy in U.S. history. 2008, what a what a year, right? Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. Good morning. It is time now for your random facts. eBay originally launched in 1995 as a site called Auction Web. eBay was short for Echo Bay Technology Group. eBay was the parent company of four sites, Auction Web, a travel site, a personal shipper site, and a site about the Ebola virus. The others didn't get any traction. And the media kept referring to Auction Web as eBay, so the company eventually just officially changed their name, and they did that in 1997, so about two years after they launched. The submarine was invented during the Civil War by an engineer of the, uh, for, the Confederate, for the Confederacy named Horace Hunley, and he died in 1863 when he was testing one, and it sank. The defrost setting on your microwave doesn't use a different wattage or type of energy. It just alternates between 100% power and 0% power. Huh. Interesting. So it doesn't cook it? It just sort of cooks then cools? I don't know. Long Island, New York is legally considered a peninsula, not an island. Okay, just so you know. Peninsula, Long Island, New York. And the color mauve, 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 M-A-U-V-E, mauve, was discovered by accident. A chemist saw a purplish magenta color when he was trying to make a medicine used to treat malaria in 1856 and realized it would be a great dye. Mauve? 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 I don't know. Those are your random facts. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday to you. We made it, didn't we? (sighs) Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. Online at OzarkJustice.com or give them a call 479-253-1234. Let's get a look now at your headlines from around the world. First headline, Hunter Biden indicted on gun charges related to his firearm purchase back in 2018. Uh, Republicans likely to use the case to attack his father, the president who is running for re-election. Federal prosecutors uh, accused the junior Biden of knowingly lying about his drug addiction when he purchased a pistol and he possessed it illegally as well. The White House has denied involvement in the matter. Hunter Biden's legal team has not responded to media requests. Next headline, what Exxon said publicly about climate change differed from how it approached the issue privately when Rex Tillerson was CEO. Executives strategized on how to diminish concerns about warming temperatures and sought to muddle scientific findings that might hurt its business. That's according to the Wall Street Journal. Tillerson was CEO from 06 to 17 when he left to be Trump's Secretary of State. Exxon and other oil companies are defendants in dozens of lawsuits accusing them of climate change deception. Climate change deception. That's interesting. I don't think there's any of that going on. Is there? Anyway, these people that are suing are seeking billions in damages. 
And the IRS won't process new refund requests for a pandemic-era tax break until at least 2024. They're aiming to stop fraudulent and overstated claims. The agency is also planning to better scrutinize an existing queue of more than 600,000 employee retention credit requests. The agency will allow employers with pending ERC claims to withdraw them and will let many repay their funds if they no longer think they qualify. The IRS is trying to disrupt a cottage industry that encourages small businesses and nonprofits to claim the once obscure credit and receive up to $26,000 per employee. And the West hasn't succeeded yet in convincing the developing world to support Ukraine in the war with Russia. Europe, Ukraine, and the U.S. have scored several U.N. votes condemning Moscow's invasion and talked with dozens of other countries about a fair peace settlement. However, many of the biggest emerging economies, including India, Brazil, and South Africa, remain neutral. At next week's gathering of world leaders at the U.N. General General Assembly, developing countries appear eager to shift the global focus onto their priorities, global inequality and debt relief. Those are your headlines from around the globe. Good morning. Good morning to you. Happy Friday. Well, did you see earlier this week (laughs) two alleged alien bodies were unveiled in Mexico? I mean, UFO fans are going nuts over this, right? I'm looking at it going, huh, it just looks like a shrunken version of E.T. This happened in Mexico. It held its first congressional hearings on UFOs. And a longtime UFO enthusiast unveiled what he claims are actual fossilized remains of two dead aliens. They're small. They're less than two feet tall, by the way. They do look like aliens, at least the ones that we would associate with being an alien based on the movies. Weird, bony little bodies, elongated skulls, long necks, no teeth. And only three fingers on each hand, like a miniature version of E.T. This guy claimed that uh, they were recently unearthed from a mine in Peru and that 30% of their DNA couldn't be identified and that carbon dating showed the fossils were between 700 and 1,800 years old. He also showed that, or he also claimed that x-rays showed that one of them had eggs in its body when it died with embryos inside. A few other experts claim that they're legit. And this was under oath, by the way. These people swore to this under oath. He said he thinks that it's clear that they're non-human specimens. Adding, we're not alone. But the scientific community, not so sure about this. Apparently, this guy has done this before. He uh, unveiled a similar alien corpse in 2017. I mean... What are the odds this guy keeps finding alien corpses? It turned out to be a fossilized remains of a child. Yeah. Here's some other weird things about this. They were covered in loose sand, which would normally be removed during a detailed analysis, so it kind of looks staged. The Mexican university that did the carbon dating put out a statement saying they only determine the age of the fossils, not what these things actually are. And a former Navy pilot... Ryan Graves was also at the hearing. He testified at the U.S. congressional hearings here in the States in uh, July. He called the alien corpse thing an an unsubstantiated stunt and a huge step backwards. So he, he looks at this as diminishing his actual testimony on UFOs. Anyway, I tell you what, I look at it and I go, I just don't think that's 
that just that's not convincing. You're telling me the things that we're saying are flying around in these really sophisticated crafts look like that. They're three feet tall. I don't I don't buy it. I don't buy it. But what do you think? Have you seen the pictures? Check it out. 870-505-1518. Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, when you're running from the cops, you don't want to take your chase right to them, do you? Well, We've never said that criminals are the smartest out there, are they? There's a lot of bad ways that the police chase can end, but this is one of the few best-case scenarios. The police in New Hampshire were chasing a carjacking suspect named Barton Tabondo on Monday. He was driving a van, which he had stolen at gunpoint. He fled from the cops running red lights before losing control and crashing. But get this, he crashed right into the police department. Book him, Dano! He jumped out of the van and tried to run through the station's parking lot, but the cops caught up with him, tased him, don't tase me, bro, and arrested him, but no one was hurt, except for his pride. Barton was arrested on eight charges, including reckless conduct with a deadly weapon, receiving stolen property, possession of a controlled drug, disobeying an officer, resisting arrest, and armed robbery, but they should have given him a award for convenience sake for crashing right into the clink. That is stranger than fiction. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. It is Friday. That means Friday football is out there tonight. Yeah, no doubt about it. Want to remind you, today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan. Tonight, the Huntsville Eagles uh, have a bye. And the Green Forest Tigers will be playing Cedarville at home. And the Berryville Bobcats traveling to Magazine. And, of course, you're going to hear the action right here on Carroll County Broadcasting. The Bobcats will be on 107.1 KTHS and... Green Forest, of course, the Tigers playing on 96.9 FM and 102.3 FM. So uh, that is what you can look forward to tonight as we bring you the Friday football action right here with Carroll County Broadcasting. Good morning. Good morning and happy Friday to you. Well, uh, stupid ideas. There's no shortage of them, right? And there is a company called Yell who wants to make a perfume that smells like the Yellow Pages. Have you ever just... Back in the day when they sent the phone books out, you would just open them up and go, ah, nothing is better than the smell of yellow pages in the morning. Anyway, there's a British company out there called Yell. It's an online directory similar to the phone book, and they're in the process of developing a perfume that smells like yellow pages. They say it's a timeless and familiar scent created to transport the mind and senses back to the past. It has notes of bergamot and lemon, followed by rich, woody scents of cedar and musk and sweet vanilla. (laughs) It seems like a joke. It's not a joke. They're really going to make this perfume available, and it's going to be called O'Day Yellow Pages. Would you buy it? No, thank you. uh, That's according to a story from The Mirror. I tell you what. Nothing ceases to amaze me. There are no shortage of stupid ideas. Good morning. Now, your headlines. A case of a rare brain-destroying infection has been found in an Arkansas resident. According to a press release from the Arkansas Department of Health, the person was killed by the infection, Naglaria Fowlery, after likely being exposed at a splash pad. Uh, the release says, quote, the Arkansas Department of Health, through an investigation involving testing and inspection, concluded that the individual was likely exposed at the Country Club of Little Rock's splash pad. 
The release describes it as a rare infection that destroys brain tissue, causing brain swelling and, in certain cases, death. Republican U.S. Representative Steve Steve Womack of Arkansas said earlier this week that he will seek re-election to Congress for an eighth term next year. Womack, who was first elected to Congress in 2010, announced he'll seek another term representing the 3rd Congressional District in Northwest Arkansas. And Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders signed bills by the General Assembly that they passed in a special session. Uh, she signed several bills yesterday. Primary debate during the four-day session focused on the proposed exceptions to the Arkansas Freedom of Information Act, or the FOIA, the bill, HB 1012-SB10, restricts certain records related to the security of the governor, other state officials, and members of the General Assembly, along with Supreme Court justices and appeals court judges. The bill was rewritten multiple times to exclude certain language and specifically keyed in on security. Huckabee Sanders also signed a bill lowering the personal income tax rate in Arkansas to 4.4% and the corporate tax rate to 4.8%, as well as a measure that would prohibit vaccine mandates for state employees. Those are your headlines. Good morning. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. Well, this story is from a California Costco where an employee is getting praise for returning an envelope full of cash that he found while working. Here's John Sotelo talking about finding an envelope with almost 4000 in it. With help from his managers, he tracked down the rightful owner and returned the cash. It was crazy because when my manager um, walked me outside and the member was right there, she was shaking my hand for like a good 20 seconds. I'm like, dang. So, um, yeah, she told me like, oh, you know, I'm so glad, you know, you found this and that's for my kids to go to school. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm happy to help. That is caught doing good, doing the right thing, even when it may not be the most beneficial to you personally. If you got a story out there that's good, we would love to tell it. Email it to show at IkeWingate.com. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up, show at ikewingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.